I'm going to share with you some amazing animal stories, and I promise you, they will amaze you. For over two decades, I've been an animal communicator, and I've talked with thousands of animals. I've personally seen and experienced some incredible things with them. With their human's permission, I will be sharing my animal clients' inspiring stories of how we healed them back to health, cured them of unwanted behaviors, and helped make their lives with their people even better. These are amazing animal stories. And welcome, everybody, to our initial brand new, really cool, <laughs> a new Saturday episode. And this is uh, uh, Amazing Animal Stories with Coriel yep. Kramer. Coriel, welcome to your show. How are you? Good. Really, really good. I'm so super excited about doing this series and being able to share these stories with people because I think it's going to give a lot of people the inspiration that they need. Um, I think it's going to give them the healing that they need. I think it's also going to help share information, hopefully helpful, useful information that they can use if anything happens or is anything is happening with the same thing is happening with their own animals. So, this is going to be a really super, I'm hoping, really po popular series. Um, so what it is, is basically, I've been really taking copious notes the last three years in the work that I'm doing with animals. Everything, I'm trying to dialogue everything. Because number one, of course, it helps me keep track of it, everything, because there's a lot of information coming in, especially now that I'm working in weekly packages. But number two, I know that there's really Im important information that needs to be shared with the world. So I know that there's probably going to be several books out of this. So I take copious notes. Um, and what I'm doing now is each week I'm taking an animal. In this case, we're doing two animals, but it's really about one animal. Uh, we're taking two animals um, and we're taking an animal and we are basically sharing what the issues were, what was going on, what happened, what we were doing and what, what helped and what's the results today. So awesome. Super. Awesome. And uh, I know that this story that we're going to tell today is very, very close to your heart. And, um, and we're going to, you know, the tissues are close by and uh, we're going to do our best to uh, to make it through. And uh, it's it really is an incredible story of love and caring and, and what one animal did for another and and uh, all of that. So it's really cool. So let's get started, huh? Yep. Let's get started. OK, so these two cats were are probably my longest client cats. I believe that we started working working together in 2009 after I moved back to the States from living in Germany. So I've been with these cats for well over or close to 15 years. <laughs> so um, I'm very close to them. I'm very uh, they're very, they have a special place in my heart. They're kind of like my heart animals to a certain extent, but they're not my animals. So they, this story is about Peanut and Jafrina. So here's the background. Okay. 
these two are very tied together. Okay. It's like they're soulmates, literally soulmates. And I have seen that, you know, I've seen things um, because they've been together since they were a few weeks old. And in fact, in all my years as an animal communicator, I can honestly say I have never seen a relationship like this one. And I've seen a lot of relationships between animals. This is on another level. Um, so what I wanted to do is if you can, uh, if you could show the first photo. So that's Peanut. And so the little background on Peanut is Peanut was diagnosed in, in, with diabetes in 2013. Now he also had ear cancer surgery. That's why his ears are a little floppy. Okay. And he was, he was diagnosed with vaccine site related uh, tumors, both of them twice. So we're talking four times this animal came back from you know, surgery dealing with cancer. And he's on top of everything else. He's got diabetes. But, you know, P Peanut is so inspiring, amazing, because I remember when his person called me and she said, you know, he's diagnosed with diabetes. She was freaking out, rightly so. Um, and I said, don't let his diagnosis define him because he's not going to let it define him. He's going to let it just be. And he really, truly, because I had also later on, I, I attuned him to Reiki at the time I was doing Reiki. So I attuned him to Reiki and he really thought he, he was going to beat this. Now, Peanut still has diabetes, but Peanut is super Peanut. Okay. That's his nickname. And it's rightly so. Okay. So I'm going to go more into that. So the second cat, if you could show the second photo, please. The second cat's name. Oh, I'm working on it. Is Jeffrina. And Jeffrina. No, that's that's peanut flashing. He's flashing us. Why is he flashing? Oh, that's, he should not be. Hold on just a second. Let me okay. uh, get let me get rid of. Peanut. Okay, let's give him a second. Where's where? This is the first show, so we got to work out the kinks. Well, yes, indeed. And uh, let's see. Let me do that, and then. <coughs> There we go, and let me, oh, this is silly. Okay. okay. Just keep talking. I'll be he did it so well in the beginning. So what I wanted to say was these two have been together, okay, you know, since they were a few weeks old, okay? They're not litter mates, but... They are, they are so close. They are so tied. Um, they were hugging. And there's pictures after pictures of them hugging each other. You'll see some today. Um, they just were, they're just really, really incredible, you know? And they've been together again, like the, since they were kittens. It was like when they came together, it was like one soul met another soul and it became one soul. Um, so the relationship plays a huge part in this 
because, and you'll hear that story later. I'm going to just go on. Okay. So Jafrina, we'll get that photograph up of Jafrina in a second. Jafrina was diagnosed with either intestinal inflammation or lymphoma in 2016. Now, their vet, my their person's vet, no, that's peanut again. <laughs> number two. I know, I know. I thought okay. that, that was number okay. two. Okay, hold no, on. that's a seven, not a two. <laughs> I know, just, just. Okay. So, keep, keep going. <laughs> Jeffrina was diagnosed with either intestinal inflammation or lymphoma in 2016, and their vet gave her approximately two years to live. So that's incredible, considering that it's 2022 and, you know, she's there. That is Miss Jeffrina. Thank you. Okay. So she suffered also from seizures, from seizures. That started in 2020. Okay. So what would happen is in the beginning, the seizures would come every month or so. And then as she got older, it became more and more frequent. Okay. So these are remarkable cats. Okay. Who loved to jet set with their people to Florida and back to New York and, and to driving in, in cars and everything else like that there. They told their people, they, their, their people were going to Florida a lot and they asked me to connect and to find out if the cats wanted to go with them. And they said, absolutely, it's gonna be an adventure. Hence the reason Jafrina's name is Jafrina the Adventure Cat. So, you know, remarkable, they were traveling, they were, they were doing all this, amazing stuff on top of everything else. They had these diagnoses that normally would, to a certain extent, be a death sentence. So, you know, incredible. Or right there and then, it's incredible, you know. Um, and, and what they love to do and how, and, and again, the jet setting, that jet setting didn't start, you know, back in 2009. Okay, they were already well into the double digits when they started jet setting. So again, pretty incredible. So here are their issues, right? And you can close the, the picture. Thank you. Here are the issues, the reason and the back and a little bit of a background story. So they returned from Florida on January 12th. Today is a month to the day that they returned from Florida. There were no issues on the plane. Everything was fine. No worries, nothing. Everything was smooth as silk until they got to the car. They got into the car to drive home from the airport to the, to the house. Then Peanut vomited in his carrier. Now, things then began going downhill really quick. It was incredible. They were fine one minute and boop, started deteriorating the next. And since they were so tied together, it's not surprising to me that they both got sick at the same time, the same exact time. They started just going as one went down, the other one went down. So the next day, Peanut was vomiting again about three times and he had no appetite. Okay. Jafrina was seemingly 
okay, but she had, she was, she seemed okay, but she had very, very low energy. Okay. Peanut began going, it became less and less responsive, very low energy uh, because he wasn't eating. So that's the next day. You, you know, they come back on, remember, they came back on January 12th. So yes, of course they took, these people love their animals. They took them to the vet. The vet did their amazingly wonderful work and for, gave them meds for nausea, appetite stimulation, things like that there. So, you know, they did get their, they, they were supported on all fronts. At the same time, I'm doing my work. So I'm talking to them and I immediately put them on my healing list where I'm sending them healing every day. Now, two days later on January 14th, their person's vet initiated the conversation about facing some hard decisions because they weren't getting better. They were getting almost worse. Um, January 16th, it truly looked like Peanut was on his way back home to heaven. In fact, they posted that, you know, they, that's what they told me. They said, you know, he's on the sunset trail. He's very, very lethargic. He's not moving. He's not eating. He's just basically a lump. Um, then what I got was I got that they needed to try chicken water. Hopefully that would stimulate his appetite. He did take the chicken water, but at the same time, they're giving him oral syringes. They have to give it. He's not eating on his own. So they have to do this with an oral syringe every single, you know, I don't even know how many times a day. Okay. When he was walking, he was walking very unsteadily, very wobbly. Okay. Um, Jeffrino was still very weak. Appetite. She had an appetite, was having trouble, you know, walking. So, and again, this is happening. You got to remember, they're coming back January. They came back January 12th. And this is just like one day after another, the next day, the next day. So on the 17th, I got this text and I quote, okay. And I'm not using their names. I'm using the animals' names, but I'm not using their names. So everyone is somewhat miraculous this morning. Peanut and Jafrina spent the night curled up together in the basket. Very unusual. Around 5.30 or 6 o'clock, he climbed out, resettled on the floor. Now, again, you got to remember this animal was not moving. He was on the sunset trail. And I'm sending him massive amounts of healing every single day. Um, so he resettled on the floor near me for a bit, then walked into the kitchen, went to the litter box and peed. He had not peed in days. Not, I don't even know when was the last time he peed. I don't even think he peed, you know, until they came back from January 12th. And this is the 17th, but I might be wrong. He sniffed some food. He drank some water. He walked back. He spent some time up by my head. And then he climbed over my legs to go behind my knees where he often sleeps and where he's resting peacefully. This is a huge change from the past couple of days. Jeffrina ate food. I brought her in the basket and climbed out to drink some water. She's now curled up on my chest, purring, normal purr, not a sick purr. So everything at this point, it seems like the healing's working. It seems like the meds are working. So, you know, this, this, is, a, this is a good thing, you know? All right. So then, so everything pretty much stays status quo. 
And then on the 19th, I got this text. Yesterday evening, we thought it would be his last. My husband lay on the floor with him and petted him all night. Then Peanut walked over to the litter box and peed last night. And again this morning, he's back to being his grunty self in his basket. And Jafrina has just dropped herself on top of him. She dropped herself on top of him. I will show you this photo in a second, okay? Or you could show it now. She's dropping herself on top of him. Now, they used to hug. And again, I'll show you pictures. But this was pretty incredible. And what I was getting was that Jafrina was giving some of her energy to Peanut. Okay? So you, you keep that, please keep that photo up for a little while longer, Kevin. I'll let you know when you can put it, put it down. Thank you. You're doing great. <laughs> now, at this point, the why of these two had become sick at almost the exact same time was that it came up that there was a possibility of food poisoning. The, the husband thought it's possible, you know, they gave them food before they left or, or, you know, the night before Florida, leaving Florida, possible. I got that it was a possibility. It was a strong possibility. So I prescribed the flower essence crab apple. I'll let you know what the crab apple does a little later on. But I gave them, I told them to give them crab apple, which they did in the oral syringe feeders they were feeding to Peanut and to Jafrina. Now, with daily healings, Peanut seemed to be gaining back a bit every day, every day, just a little bit. I get, you know, texts and this Peanut had a good day, Peanut had an okay good day, things like that there. But he was gaining energy. Okay, now as he was gaining energy, Jafrina was losing hers. Now, Jafrina looked like she was doing really good. A day or two before this picture was taken, I think, she was outside. She jumped on a leaf, you know, the day before, you know, you know. So it looked like she was gaining her energy back. Okay. And it was pretty incredible. So this is what I believe. I truly believe that as I was sending her the healing, she would go to Peanut and give her that healing. So the I truly believe that because she was okay. She looked like she was doing better and Peanut was going back home to not in physical. But that <clears throat> all of a sudden, when she started laying on him and giving her, she, she, it, 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 you can't dispute it, okay? That, that, I mean, I don't think you could dispute it. It's just something that I just know, okay? So I was asking Jafrina to just be gentle, you know, give her energy to Peanut, absolutely, and honoring her wishes. But I was just saying, you know, keep some for yourself, girl. So I was sending them healing sometimes three or four times a day, okay? But what happened is, is that Jafrina got weaker and she got weaker and Peanut started getting a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And then on January 22nd, sadly, uh, 
It's okay. Take a breath. <laughs> Ten days after they got back from Florida, Jafrina passed away. She passed away. <clears throat> she passed away very peacefully in her sleep. That was that was a hard day. That was uh, it was like uh, there's some shows I talked about my heart cat PC and how much I loved her and how extraordinary she was. <laughs> And it was like I was losing her all over again, you know. And uh, so it was it was tough. But I know, I know, I know that Peanut took her energy, and I know he took that energy that she gave him, and she gave him that energy with. <gasps> love and compassion and empathy and such an immense love. Okay, such an immense love. She sacrificed her life so that Peanut could live. I mean, what? You know, I mean, that's, that's the ultimate sacrifice is sacrificing your life so another can thrive and live and survive. And she can spend more time and that, you know, Pina could spend more time with his people. You know, it, it, it's pretty, pretty incredible. I mean, that picture, I think, says it all. I love you enough to let go so you can live. So <clears throat> two days later. Uh, Peanut slowly started coming back more and more and more. So he, but he wasn't pooping. Okay, and you could close the picture. Thanks, Kevin. Um, but he wasn't pooping, and that's a big concern. If you're not moving, if you're eating and you're not moving, there could be a blockage. So it was a little scary for his person and his people, and they, you know, were freaking out again. Rightly so. Um, so what I did was I actually sent energy with the intention of moving the poop. So I call it moving the poop energy. And it was literally, I was just sitting there just saying, move the poop, move the poop, move the poop, you know? And I, you know, and so I sent the moving poop energy on uh, January 29th. And the husband got him some veggie baby food also to eat. So he had that roughage too. Um, and he had only been eating meat baby food up until that time. And later that day, he pooped. So can you show photo number four, please? So this is why we call him Super Peanut. He's come back from four different surgeries uh, for cancer. He's been diagnosed with diabetes. You know, he wears his one of the uh, one of the vaccine related uh, tumor that he had removed. That's why they got him the super peanut shirt, 
<laughs> because they didn't want him to have to wear a cone. And he loved, he loves his super peanut shirt. He wears that shirt. There are pictures of him literally sitting there and he's like, you know, little. <laughs> so that's why we call him super peanut. You know, he is incredible. He has come back time and time and time and time again. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, dispute that. And I'm not going to say that it was all me because, of course, he's got amazing vets, you know, and he's got his amazing people who slept on the floor, okay, and are still sleeping on the floor on a floor air mattress, you know, since they got back from January and January 12th, because they couldn't make the cats could make it up the stairs. But up until then, you know, up until like, you know, like two, three weeks ago, they were sleeping on the couches and one person would sleep on the floor and then they would change it up. That's how much they love these animals. That's not disputed. They love these animals more than they, they, they love, you know, the best thing in the world to them. As as much as they love each other, they love those animals. They love them. Um, so later he pooped. Yay, Peanut. So shortly after that, Peanut began to eat treats. And then he started eating his normal cat food after a little bit out of, out of that. So, um, so what was done? So what I want to do is I want to show a video of Peanut when he first was having walking trouble. So you could see how wobbly he was. And then I'm going to show you a video of him after the, he had his massive healing and, and all this other kind of stuff. So you can play that whenever you get a second. So this is when he was wobbly. He wasn't eating. He wasn't drinking normally. His, his face isn't, is above the water. He's not even He's not even drinking the water, but low to the ground, unsteadily, unsteady, wobbly, <clears throat> slow movements. That poor cat looks in terrible pain. Well, he wasn't in pain. That's the other thing I was, I'm, I'm going to say. I made sure of that. His vets made sure of that. But he's just very, he's not fully present in his body. So that's Peanut before. And how unsteady he was. And then if you could play that other video, that would be great. So yeah, he's slow to the, he's slow to the party. But he's getting there much faster. He's much more present in his body. He's much more present in his mind. Yeah, he, he's got to take his time, but there's a huge difference between that first one and this one, I think, anyway. So what was done? First and foremost, healing, in, excuse me, healing intensive for the first day they got back. Both of them. I scanned their physical bodies and sent their physical bodies healing. I scanned their emotional body to make sure there wasn't any tatters in that or any strong negative emotions that were causing them physical pain. I would scan their chakras and realign that. I then scanned the soul level to make sure there was no karmic gunk stuck in there and then, and sent healing to that. And then I did their auric field where there's a lot of shadows that could cause 
physical issues. Did I find shadows in the auric field? Yes, I did. So I started, I healed those and did a dialogue with those. And if you want to know more about that, what you can do is you can watch the video I did a few months ago on the shadow healing. And I think we need to do another one on that one. Don't you think, Kevin? I do. I do. That's a very important aspect of what you do. There it is. So, uh, so that was the first thing. Then daily doses of healing light sent to him and sometimes more once a day. Okay. Chakra touches. The chakra touches are what I have developed. They are touches that align the chakras in different, when you touch the chakras, physically touch the body where the chakra is in different patterns and different speeds and different things. What happens is, is that it heals and aligns the chakras. So what I do is I download that information for that specific animal. And then I, um, I give that information to their people and then they, um, they do the chakra touches. So the chakra touches uh, for peanut were the sixth chakra and the seventh chakra. And the reason being is peanuts animal dynamic is transcendent. So transcendent is all about having a healthy connection to divine, to nature, connection, connection, connection. So I got that those were closed and he wasn't able to feel D divine energy and it was influencing how he was feeling. So I gave his, his person's chakra touches for uh peanut again, the sixth and the seventh chakra. And for Jafrina, I gave the root and the third and the third eye. So the root chakra is at the base of the spine. The third chakra is under the diaphragm. And then the third eye is right here. Like I said, for, um, for peanut. The reason being is she was very unstable on her feet. And she was also very, you know, unsure in her body. So what I made sure of is I made sure is that she was grounded and centered with the root chakra. The third chakra was just a, it was very locked up. And when the third chakra is locked up, um, it makes you feel unsure about the world. So I wanted to clear that off for her. And also the root chakra makes her feel grounded and safe and steady and also safe and secure. So I wanted to make sure I gave her that. And then third, I was just to connect her to divine. Crab apple. I mentioned this before, the crab apple flower essence. What the crab apple flower essence does, it's a cleansing flower. So what it does is it cleanses the body of toxins. It can be used on people. It can be used on animals. So what you do is, is that I prescribe the dosage and the duration. I just told them just put, you know, three or four drops in their, in their water, in, in the syringe. So that's why I gave them the crab apple flower essence, because we were worried that they had food poisoning. Healing energy sent to move the poop. <laughs> and the same day he pooped. So Daily animal communication checks. This was really important. Daily animal communication checks and check-ins with both cats to see how they were. If they were in any pain or discomfort, which they weren't, and if they had anything they needed to relate to their people. So I was in constant communication with these animals a lot, every day. 
Um, I wanted to make sure because I'm not going to have an animal in pain on my watch. So I don't have the ego that I need to say, well, um, I know I was sure. I checked and double checked. <laughs> I triple checked in sometimes. You know, I made sure that I scanned them and made sure that they were feeling good. So photo number seven, please, sir. This is what's happening today. Peanut is walking much better. He's now eating on his own. He's defecating and urinating much better. He's jumping on and off chairs and trying to jump up onto the couch, as you can see here. He's walking up and down stairs. And he's got more energy and is able to, you know, enjoy uh, his life with his people more. So this is what Jeffrina did for him. She wanted him to thrive as much as he possibly can. Understanding that Peanut and Jeffrina are the same age, and that is 17. They are 17 years old. Okay. This cat is amazing. And he's not called Super Peanut for nothing. And Jafrina sacrificed her life so that he can have more time with their people. And if that's not what love is, I don't know what is. So that, if you could show photo number eight, please, that's love. That's compassion. That's That's amazing. You know, it's 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 amazing. These two found each other, loved each other, embraced each other, hugged each other, as you can see here. They adored each other. And people say animals can't feel, or animals can't feel as intensely as we can. And I call BS because I've seen it. I've seen it. That girl, Jafrina, started going, was okay, was okay. I mean, she wasn't great, but she was okay. And Peanut was on the Sunset Trail and she laid upon him and gave him her energy so that he could live a little bit more time with his people. I don't know a lot of people that would do that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Maybe you do. I don't. So, you know, these are why I'm sharing these stories. Because they're, they need to be told. They need to be shared. So you understand. This world understands how amazing animals story that really is an incredible story and and i know that you and the owner um or companion whatever you want to call the human part there's two there are two of them that they they did everything that they could and they love these guys with with incredible love and uh you know it's amazing i've i haven't really seen cats you know feel so uh, you can see the emotion mm -hmm. in in the, in them when they do that mm -hmm. it's really cool yeah 
The, you could see how much they respected each other, how much they cared for each other, how much they enjoyed each other, how much they they just they just uh, absolutely adored one another. You know, and it, it, the, the, how they and that's what you know. That's what life is supposed to be. It's a it's a it's a moral for you to live a good life. To 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 pull out and 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 strain out and and enjoy out as much as you can this life, you know. Don't waste time. Don't waste. Don't don't. I understand we got COVID and and everything else like that. There, so there, the social things are not the same. But you can still enjoy your life. You can still enjoy life. And if these two animals can show you anything, they can show you love, the power of love, and they can show you the, the strength of character and how you can be a good person and enjoy a, and have a really, really good life. Eke out as much as you can from this life. That's what they do. 17 years old, you know, diagnosed, had, you know, was told by the vet, got probably two years to live. She got told she had two years to live. They got told she had two years to live in 2016. 16. Six years more. Whereas somebody might have somebody with less character than their their humans had would probably say, "Well, I'm going to listen to the diagnosis. I'm going to let it define this animal," and they didn't. And look what happens when you don't let the diagnosis define you or define them. Coriel, I, I have a question for you. Were these litter mates? No. They weren't. They were. They were found very in two different places, like Brooklyn and Manhattan. So no, I mean, they, they weren't. Look, they look like they're identical. Yeah, I know. You couldn't. It, it was it, the the earlier pictures of them were kind of like even more so. You, could, I could. I had a hard time uh, sometimes because they did look so much alike. To, to me, to, to I'm sure to their people, you know, you could, of course, tell the difference just like a, a mother who has twins and stuff. They can tell the mother and the father can tell the difference. But, yeah, they were they. The, these two cats are nothing but inspiration for me. I hope if people listen to this to this story, I hope it inspires them. I hope that that's how Jafrina lives on. That's why I wanted to share Jafrina's story for the first one, because I wanted her to live on. And what's and she the story? Will. She will, because more and more people will see this and they will remember Jafrina and her story and her sacrifice will not just be for Peanut and his people. It'll be for a lot more other people 
who hopefully will remember this story when they're dealing with the same thing with their own animals or something similar, where they're like, don't let the diagnosis define this animal. So. Well, and I applaud, I applaud their, their human partners because they did everything in humanly possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So animal, amazing animal stories are here to help. They're here to, um, to heal again. Like I said, in the beginning, they're here to inspire and they're here to show the power that animals have and not to say that animals are better than humans i i hate when people do that because then it's like yeah but you're putting them here and they don't want to be here they want to be on the same level as us but what i want to say is i think it's important to understand that they share stuff they do stuff on how they can make you be a better person through the acts that they do. That's what they want to do. They want to be able to show us they're teachers. They want to be able to show us how to live a better life. If we just get out of our own way. So thank you. Thank you, peanut. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I, by the by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, this is the first time you've uh, listened to Coriel, you can tell, that number one, she's extraordinarily um, dedicated to the work that she does with animals. And she clearly, obviously, loves them to death. Um, yesterday on KKNW, it was funny. Um, it's not often that uh, that I've worked with Coriel for a while, but I've never seen her. I don't know that I've ever seen her do readings like you did just off the cuff yesterday. By the way, you are extraordinarily talented. Did you know that? Oh, thank you. I do. I <laughs> I think I do. I think I am. I mean, one of the first of all, the the, uh, the first gentleman who was the board operator was was absolutely ecstatic with what you were saying, and it was absolutely right on about his his uh, border collie. And then the the gal who called in about her cat, she was you made it make sense for her. Hadn't made sense to her the behavior that she was looking at until. You and then it like you you put a light on it. And yeah. So, um, she was like, "Wow, I had no idea." So thank you. So that's so you you if you haven't seen Coriel, uh, you need to give her a call at uh, CorielKramer.com and she can she can help you if you've got an animal issue. I can, I can, I absolutely can. It's uh yeah, just go to my website CorielKramer.com, fill out the website uh, the contact form um please know though that right now i'm not uh i have a waiting list a bit of a waiting list so you might want to just uh just understand that and just have patience um but here's the thing if it is an emergency i always tell people this do not use my work or my don't use don't think that my services are going to replace going to the vet go to the vet and then contact me but first go to the vet okay i mean with the what was going on with jeffrina and peanut i knew that his person or his people their people 
were going to take them to the vet as soon as they got in. So I, that's why I was supportive care there, but I, there was no way that I was going to let them not, if not that they would, they wouldn't. Um, but they, they knew that they were going to go to the vet. So it worked out good. The other thing I want to say is this, this is also a really great example, especially Jafrina, of how I can't make an animal do anything. I can send them healing. What they do with it is totally and completely up to them. This is what we were saying yesterday on the show. I can't make an animal do anything. All I can ask for is consent to send them energy because I always ask for consent. And if they agree to it, great. If they don't agree to it, I don't do it. I don't do it because what happens is, is that then you, you're forcing stuff onto them. But more than that, it's like Jafrina made that decision on her own. I can't make her do anything. Would I have loved to have healed them both? Of course, that would have been an awesome experience. But still, I think it's also, it turned out, even though it was sad, it turned out to be a very powerful story and to be a very powerful example of the power of love. Indeed. So, Thank you, Coriel. It Ooh, was, we did it, the first one. Great. We, we did. And uh, by the way, if anybody has anything they'd like to say real quick before we close out, you can do it by going into the chat and uh and um say something to us so i'll give you a moment or two and go to choreokramer.com we're going to be doing this every two or every saturday it was tuesday every saturday at 2 p.m pacific and 5 p.m eastern time so tell your friends and uh and these replays will be up both on choreo kramer's um youtube channel and my youtube channel and and, and Twitter and we're all over the place. So it's, it, it's great fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be with you today, my friend. Thank you, my friend. I am honored to be here as well. I think we did good. We had a little bit of a, uh, a, a wobble, it's, but it's, it's okay. It's technology. I have trouble with technology sometimes. Yeah, but you, you did good. You know, so don't, don't, it was fine. It was great. It all worked out exactly the way it needed to work out. So I'm thank thrilled you. to be doing this with you, Kevin. So I thank you so much for, again, giving me this platform so I can share these stories and hopefully help people and animals in the world. That, my friend, is what it's all about. Um, if we can, if, and, you know, if we can help people, and help animals and that's the work that you're doing that that and i have no choice but to support that work well thank you i appreciate you very much anything else you'd like to say before i hit the magic button again i keep hitting the wrong button sometimes but today um anything else you'd like to add my friend i just truly truly want to thank um Jafrina and and Peanuts people for giving me the ability to, to give me consent so that I can share this story. And also all my other clients 
because all my other clients, all the clients' stories after this, everybody gave consent. Everybody was like, yes, I want you. You can tell my animal's story. You can show what your work and also what my animal did and also how you help them, but also how amazing they are and bring that to the world. So that's a true gift. So I want to say thank you to Jafrina. Thank you to Peanut. Thank you to their people. And thank you to my other clients as well. Awesome. Awesome. And just remember everybody be kind to one another because each other is all we've got. We'll see you next time on amazing animal stories with Corey L. Kramer. Go to CoreyLKramer.com. We'll see you next Saturday, everybody.